1: uh-oh emergency pod emergency pod it's our first ever em- it's not really an emergency so no. much as it is it's an urgency pod your pals fitzy and jumbo nick fitzy stevens andy jumbo hart here on a quick react a dish of the six rings and football things podcast because news broke earlier this morning that the new england patriots are far from done in free agency, Andy, they have attacked the second wave with the same kind of vim and vigor that we hope that their offense that is currently still under construction attacks opposing defenses this fall in the 2023 season. They are owning the second wave of free agency right now. Uh, dare I say they're kind of tackling it in a the guy in your uh, auction fantasy draft who doesn't bid on all the high price players at first but then goes through that second wave and gets all the value players and builds a very round, complete, maybe not sexy roster. The Patriots uh, confirming Mike Cadlick's report from the other night that Mac Jones uh, followed Mike Gasicki on the socials. Gasicki followed him back. And then Gasicki followed the Patriots on Twitter because he is your newest member of the New England Patriots. Mike Gasicki signing a one-year deal for up to $9 million. He, of course, the five-year tight end, formerly now of the Miami Dolphins, You may remember him from such successes as the worst gritty in the NFL, and that includes Mac Jones. And yes, Jumbo, the touchdown that began the end of the Tom Brady era against Patrick Chung in coverage at Gillette Stadium, December 27th, 2019. Truly one of my least favorite days of all time. The day Devontae Parker ate Steph Gilmore's lunch. Um, This guy's athletic. This guy uh, was obviously, the connection was made that, Kasicki was recruited to Penn State by Bill O'Brien. They never played together, uh, or rather, he never had the opportunity to play for him because Bill O'Brien took the job with the Houston Texans. But six foot six, 250, hyper athletic, um, has never really been a dominant tight end per se, but he's a very good football player. Uh, and this shows yet another wrinkle to the offense under Bill O'Brien in 2023. What kind of impact do you think it's going to have?
0: Positive. You know, I, I don't think it's a massive splash. He's a good player. You're adding another good player to the offense, just like I think Juju can be a good player. Now, are any of them true number ones or go-to guys or transformational? Absolutely not. Um, You know, with Gasicki, you're probably looking for the year six jump that we joke about a lot, the Dietrich-wise <laughs> year six jump. Uh, yes,
1: what a great call. If he has a Dietrich-wise season, then he's going to be a monster. That's a so, great call,
0: Andy. You know, he's a guy who... It's a little bit like Hunter Henry. He's probably a more athletic Hunter Henry. He's going to get you 50 catches, I think. I mean, he didn't last year, so we'll push that aside. But he's basically, I think, a 50 catch, six to 700 yard, five to six touchdown tight end that his athleticism is probably more than that. Will he ever achieve it? Hopefully he's more productive than the former tight end that he's replacing that was more athletic than he was productive and I think he will be I think he'll be more I think you've upgraded the tight end position from what you got a year ago what you've gotten over the last couple years pairing these two guys together does it you know move the needle so you're like oh my god you're now the best team in the AFC East or you're no longer the fourth team no I don't I don't know that it does that it just gives it's a little like we talked about in the podcast earlier in the week you're continuing to give Bill O'Brien tools for his toolbox to put up interesting personnel packages i know everybody wants to jump to gronk and hernandez
1: bill o'brien loves two tight end sets remember that no stop 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 just stop that there have been so many postings from people on twitter and i want to read some reactions and get your take on the very polarized Hmm. surprisingly reactions from Uh, local writers, bloggers, mediates, uh, that would be us, of course, at all uh, in the New England area and that are on the Patriots beat. I can't tell you how many uh, Bill O'Brien with Gesicki and Hunter Henry in 2023. And it's a picture of Prime Gronk and Hernandez from 2011 because you remember the MHK patch on the chest like people, please. Yes, he may like using the he may like using the uh, two tight end package. Now all the SFGs as Mike do. calls them serious football guys. The Andy hardos out there are all going to be like, yeah, man, you got the 12 packet. You'll get 12 personnel coming in, bro. Two tight ends. Here we go. It's going to open up. All right. They might be able to do it more Hunter Henry. Traditional, very classic. He is your, um, you know, we'll, we'll call Hunter Henry, the, uh, Irish boiled supper of tight ends. Like, most people like it traditional, like it's a crowd pleaser. It's what, what a lot of people with a nice uh, fresh poured Guinness on the side. That's what people are going for today on a happy St. Patrick's Day. On the latest edition of what people are now calling beanie in the visor, or that's what you dubbed it, Andy. You've got yeah. your green, you got your <laughs> green visor. Got my black beanie on. It's perfect. Um, yeah. Okay. So they might be able to do that. And and yes, in a perfect world, Mike Gossicki has his best statistical season. He becomes what you had hoped you would get for. From Johnu Smith and at $9 million as opposed to 12 and a half. He comes in with no baggage as far as Patriots fans and the organization uh look at him. Like you don't have to worry, like, oh, we've spent all this money on this guy. Do we bother trying to get another season out of him? No, we'll just send him to Atlanta. Gasicki is hyper athletic. Christian Fourier at our station, he himself, a former tight end, loves this guy. And he he believes his potential has yet to be tapped. He thinks he can jump through the roof. So Maybe the Patriots, this could be another case of the Patriots buying in on a guy that they believe they can get the most out of.
0: Or over-projecting what they can get out of a guy and overpaying him. And, right. and I don't want to be negative because I like the move. I I so like I, a few of these moves. I just don't love any of them. Like, that's where I am. And you're going to get into the, the polarizing reactions on social media. Mm-hmm. And is so often the case, generally when things are polarizing, the truth is in the middle. Right. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Mac Jones doesn't suck. And Mac Jones is also probably not a future top five quarterback. The truth is somewhere in the middle. We're going to find out this year or you know, politically COVID it was not the nothing burger that one side wanted uh, you to believe. Oh, It was also not the end
1: of the world as we're Correct. coming to see. So like the truth everything is everything I Yes. I always say and people don't like that. This take is never good for sports radio. Unfortunately, this take doesn't work conversationally oftentimes because people need you. I love him. He sucks. Um, you got to vote this way. We got to go that way. Spend like this. Don't spend like that. I always say if you want to be successful in life, you have to be comfortable at uh, and proficient in navigating the gray because mm-hmm. life is not black and white more often than not. It's the gray. It's the middle. It's the murk. And that's what we talk about. Like the Patriots offense, it's not going to be as bad as it was last year, but it's also probably not going to be on the level of Kansas City versus Buffalo in the divisional round nope. last year. Nope. It's going to be better than it was. It'll be good this year. Mike Gasicki gives them options. If he and Hunter Henry are both healthy, yes, now with Juju Smith-Schuster, who should be a plus one on Jacoby Myers, and yes, it did hurt a little more yesterday. I, I'm with you. I watched Jacoby Myers' uh, uh, introductory presser with the Raiders, and I was just like, see, for that reason alone, he's such a good guy. That's why I didn't yep. want to see him leave. And there was one little, one little note on that I want to add real quick. Someone had pointed out, and I agree. I think it was Taylor Kyles, who's now with CLNS Media. um, The idea that, like, Jacoby Myers did what he did, never having had a true number one by his side. Even though he may be a 2-3 slash with the Raiders now, like, a a comfortable spot for him, what might his potential be now that he has somebody like Devontae Adams? Like, look at Juju's numbers when he has a number one, like Antonio Brown or Travis Kelsey. Okay, Myers might be able to do the same now. With Absolutely. somebody like Devontae Adams. like
0: Yeah, that was the first thing I thought of when he signed <sighs> there. It could not be yeah. a more. If you can produce around 80 catches as the guy with nobody else around you, what are you going to produce with the guy lining up opposite you? And Devontae Adams is the guy. So, yeah, mm-hmm. and, and I think the opposite is true with Mike Kosicki. He didn't do much last year, and he was surrounded by two of the best wide receivers in football. If ever he was going to be open and uncovered and take advantage with his crazy creative head coach passing game guy mike mcdaniel it should have been last year like his job is not going to get easier this year coming to an offense with a bunch of good not great players out on the field and a good offensive play caller Mm and bill o'brien he had a better opportunity a year ago because safeties and everybody else on the field were worried about two players and neither of those were named mike gasecki they were named Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. They they feared getting embarrassed by those guys, mm-hmm. and he did not put up crazy numbers. I'd actually be worried about that. If he had put up, like, 90 catches and 1,400 yards and you paid him a boatload to come to New England, I'd be worried, like, um, is he bringing Tyreek Hill to s- steal the coverage with him? Because otherwise... Yeah, is he ha- I- does he have
1: any five foot 5'10", 4'3", speed receivers right. with
0: him? Because no, we don't have those, and we could so, use one. But I would also say, again, over the course of five years... He's just been a good solid NFL tight end and if you want him to be much more than that you may be setting yourself up for a disappointment. If you pretend he's less than that, you're being negative. You're
1: not being realistic. He he is who he is probably at this point in his NFL career. Be- he's he's not Aaron Hernandez, he's nope. not Rob Gronkowski, no. he is not he is also not uh Scott Chandler. He is, you know, he's not Nine a bum. he's not a hero. He's a good tight end. Maybe once again there is more to explore and exploit with his talents. Maybe we've seen the ceiling. Who knows? Because if he did have 70 catches for 1,400 yards and nine touchdowns opposite Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell last year, he wouldn't have cost up to $9 million. He would have cost a whole lot more and would have wanted a multi-year deal. He takes a one-year up to $9 million deal with the Patriots because he gets to work with Bill O'Brien. He understands what the Patriots bring to the table. This is his, okay, I'll take a, a one-year deal, to see if I can, you know, jump through the gym, put up some numbers, thrive, feed, and maybe then get the multi-year deal that he's looking for. Now, you mentioned earlier, as did I, the uh, the thoughts, the impressions, and the comps that are being offered on Mike Gesicki by fantasy people, beat writers, uh, bloggers, etc. Let me give you a couple right now, Andy, because um, you were saying like the truth is somewhere in the middle. Ah, uh, here we go. So Josh Norris, fantasy uh, fantasy analyst for underdog fantasy. this is a, this is a fast. I think this is a very interesting breakdown. Get ready for this one, Pat's fans. Mike Kosicki is one of the most linear players in the NFL. Explosive straight line, explosive jumps, vertical, turns like a boat, awful after the catch, and definitely not a tight end. has more wide snaps than in line, ah uh, three hundred and fifty eight versus one sixty six. So more than double over the last two years, and obviously way more slot than anything else. Use him to his strengths, and you've got something. It's a unique skill set for the position, an odd one, to be fair. But Gasicki has been more productive in the past. Red zone and stretching the MOF could be his main areas to help. What do you think? So
0: this is where the comparison to Hernandez is both apt and off base. Hernandez was a slot receiver with the Patriots. Mm-hmm. He he was I always say it when they did drills in training camp, he was in the same line as Wes Welker. Like he lined up with Wes Welker one before the other. They he was a slot receiver. He also was very quick, loved to move laterally, loved to catch the ball in the slot, quick cut to the inside, make a guy miss. And that's where Gasecki isn't the same kind of guy, isn't the same kind of lateral quickness athlete. Mm -hmm. So I do think he's a slot receiver. I do think he's a player on the the edges of the formation or whatever you want to call it, but he's not Aaron Hernandez. Again, the truth is somewhere in the middle. He's his unique skill set. And that's where I think all of these guys put pressure, but offer opportunity to both Bill O'Brien and Mac Jones. Mac Jones is not always going to have, oh, this guy's always going to be open. He's my Wes Welker, he's going to make a quick move, and he's always going to be open. But he is going to have options. He's going to have yep. better options to go to as he surveys the field. Now it's on him to mm-hmm. pick his Mac match matchup. You know, read the coverage, all of what are supposed to be his strengths moving forward yep. with a new coordinator. So, that it's interesting. But I, again, I think it shows the unique player that Gasecki
1: is, and the pros and cons of his game. Okay, uh, our pal Mark Daniels, who works for Mass Live alongside Chris Mason, they absolutely. Seem to love the signing. Uh, Patriots had a productive tight end who operates out of the slot and out wide. Gesicki had back-to-back 700-plus yard seasons in 2020 and 21. Two tight end system back on with Bill O'Brien, uh, says Mark Daniels. And also he quote tweets a, a piece uh, from Chris Mason. After jettisoning John U. Smith. Bill Belichick has landed the top tight end on the market. With Gesicki in the fold, it's a safe bet Bill O'Brien will bring quite a bit of 12 personnel back to New England uh, and Daniels further adds I'm not saying the Patriots are ready to challenge the bills but the offense will be better in 23 uh Kasicki, juju at all make this group much better um so it sounds like it sounds like uh these guys are all in on him sort of not completely unlocking everything but at the offense will be is expo- would explosive be the right word uh not from
0: where I sit. I think from where they sit, yes. Mm -hmm. I think they're – because forget the Bills. Do these moves you're making, Juju and Gasicki, are you the second-best offense in the division, the third-best offense in the division, the fourth-best team in the division? I still think there's a chance you're the fourth-best offense and the fourth-best team in the division. I don't really think any of that has changed. You may be more competitive in that role. um, But, you know, so if we were drafting offenses or drafting Mm -hmm. playmakers, Buffalo goes first because of their quarterback, right? Miami yeah, probably uh, goes. Yes. Miami probably goes second because of their receivers. But there's a debate with the Jets because their newfound quarterback and Garrett Wilson is a pretty tempting combo. You would not consider Mac Jones and Juju and Mike Gesicki in the ballpark of any of those if you were picking them. You just wouldn't.
1: They'd be fourth. Yep, and uh, Chris Mason also added. Uh, now there's a massive free agent signing for New England. Is it? Uh, is massive like, the right word? Yeah, I mean now what is it now is is strong. Chris saying massive is he saying massive because uh and somebody quote tweeted I'm sorry that I don't have it right here at my disposal Cuz he works for uh, Mass Live and he dropped uh, the L. Well, he's also sick. Take a lap. Actually this is this is a quick react pod so we don't have time for a lap. <laughs> um but he's 6 foot 6 so you know top tight end on the market or is it because he's a giant person? I don't know. Okay. So clearly they're excited about it. I'm looking forward to it. I hope this year is his best year to date. I hope this is when he taps into his full potential explodes, go go ahead and have that year where you go get paid somewhere else, a ridiculous amount of money, you know, by Minnesota or by, I, 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 you know, the chargers, whoever else next year, or you can stay, if you like it here, we'll see now to the contrary. Again, Andy, you're in the middle. I'm a little more towards positive than negative, uh, or not, excuse me. I'm a little towards positive than indifferent. I am in no way, shape, or form negative about this. I like the signing a lot, and I've been Mm -hmm. getting excited about it since it was first rumored a few days back. On the clear negative side of things, um, uh, friend, uh, our pal, uh, he calls himself the official woodworking account of the New England Patriots. He's been a contributor to Pat's Pulpit, uh, Brian Phillips. You may know him as at hate and Brian. Uh, always cha- I, I enjoy the follow because he challenges a lot of my and Patriots fans takes frequently, not a fan of the Mike Kosicki signing. In fact, offered up such takes as <laughs> they're pretty damn funny. Um, an hour ago, he, he tweeted signing fortnight. Scott Chandler to compliment Hunter Henry is a clear sign of tanking and the league should investigate. It gets better. Uh, he took a screen cap of a bunch of tweets he fired off in the direction of Gesicki back in January. Uh, He said, eventually we all get punished for our sins. His three rapid fire tweets about Gesicki on January 15th were, I'm pretty sure Mike Gesicki is my least favorite player in the NFL. Bro, your one trick pony ass caught 32 balls in 17 games this year. And you danced after each one. You don't have drip. You dry. So again, you know, there are there are those who study the game and think like this guy's wildly overrated. Don't get too hype. This isn't going to be discount Aaron Hernandez. And then there are some who think that he may be the key to really helping this helping this offense go to that next level. We really haven't seen with Mac Jones.
0: Yeah, next level would concern me. Better level, higher level, more productive space. I think those are all possible with with Gasicki and Juju. But anybody that See, it's doing a disservice to those guys. Like as soon as you paint in your head the picture of Gronk and Hernandez and those expectations, they can't live up. How about we? I can I paint Exactly. Exactly. Can I paint a picture of John Smith? How about we just think John? Bob Rossett? You want to Bob Rossett make it nice and nice little tree. Nice little tree. Nice little fumble. Nice little penalty. And there's John Smith. Mike Kosicki, Just be better than that. Be better. Than John Jonu Smith. If you're better than Jonu Smith, you're on your way
1: to making Patriots fans happy, right? Is can we keep it that simple? That literally, they were going to okay. pay Jonu Smith three three something million more this season. So you're ba- basically with the, well, the dead cap money that you have. Money. Yeah, they still are. They're paying a good portion of it. They got so thirty
0: million dollars worth of tight ends this year again because of the dead money combined with Gasicki. Correct.
1: However, if he produces to the level that they had hoped, or somewhere in the ballpark of what they thought they were going to get. From John Smith, let's say you get 2020 John Smith from Tennessee, 40 catches, six touchdowns. Uh, I think that's a fair expectation, probably a little bit more yardage, but I would put this, just simply, the tight end
0: position. If I tell you the tight end position has 1,200 yards, let's go a little bit north of that. Let's go 1,300 yards and 12 touchdowns
1: between them. Are you happy? Uh, let's see. I am now looking for the GIF reaction. There it is. It's Borat. Great success. Yeah. Forget the money. Just you get
0: productive aspect of an offense there from those Absolutely. two guys. That's a first step that'll make Mac Jones look better, more comfortable. Now you mix in whatever else it is with Bourne and Juju and Stevenson and Robinson and all these other. well, Tyquan Thornton, who's jacked
1: now putting on muscle, all of it. Right. Now okay. what is now what is the Gasicki effect, if you will? Uh, it sounds like a 1970s movie with Michael Douglas. Uh, what is the Gasicki effect on the receivers p- potentially? Well, if he I, is, I, if he's a tight end that runs more like a wide receiver, what's the effect?
0: Well, I think you're in less three receiver personnel. Obviously, if mm-hmm. you're you're in a lot of 12 personnel. Okay, well now maybe when we talk about the receiver depth chart not being super deep. Maybe you don't need to be. Maybe you're focused on lots of two tight ends, lots of backs, whether it's Robinson, whether it's um, Stevenson, whether Ty Montgomery's still in that mix or not in that mix. Because the receiver depth chart is still a little lean, right? You have yes. Juju you've added to it. I think everybody probably say Bourne is a two. Thornton is your three. And then you're kind of working to fill it out. Now, maybe they fill it out. It's still early. It's March 17th. Moves to be made. Signings to be had. Trades to be had. Whatever. Maybe it's still DeAndre Hopkins. By the way, if DeAndre Hopkins comes in, Ooh. now. Now I'll use words like massive and big and huge and all these various words. Now I would say something like that and now I would say, "Oh, you got some. You got you yeah. now your offense should be going somewhere." But for the here and now, I think this takes a little bit, assuming both are healthy, Hunter Henry and Mike Kosicki, which uh, Mike Kosicki, I believe, has only missed one game in five NFL seasons. He is durable. He is healthy. So that's a plus. Um, If he's healthy and Hunter Henry is healthy, it takes a little bit of pressure, in my opinion, off the need for more depth at wide receiver because I think those guys will be on the fields a lot.
1: Okay, uh three quite we got about two minutes left here before producer Justin Turpin has to rock and roll and get this up for the masses. A little St. Paddy's Day listen. If you're on your way to a party, you're hung over Saturday morning, you're like, Oh, I gotta see what the six ring guys have to say about the Gasicki signing and the offensive improvements. Here we go. Ready, Andy? Yeah. Number one, how does this affect the Patriots potentially drafting a tight end? Do you still believe they do? And if so, do they use a top half of the draft pick on a tight end?
0: Um Top half, maybe I would, I would term it mid round would be when you start to look, there is some depth. Yeah. Yeah. Late day two, early day three draft pick, because you do need to still, it's a one year deal. First of all, Gasicki, he could be gone. He has a good year gone. Somebody pays him, but you do need to develop a young tight end, hopefully for the longer
1: term to, to be ready to go if, and when these guys are out of it. Uh, Hunter and Gesicki are both not signed beyond 2023. Hunter, I bet, re-signs at some point. I I think so, too. I think this is probably a a great fit. You know, had the the baby here, got the family life, friends with Mac and the whole shebang. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised as well. But I could see them using a third-round pick. They're not going to jump up and grab Michael Mayer at 14 or something crazy like that. Uh, But since it's a loaded crop, and of course, if you want to hear about the tight ends, everybody, make sure you tune in to the auxiliary podcast of the six rings feed, six rings and prospect things where Andy Hart and Chris Scheim, two thirds of the shartsy program, will be breaking down the best tight end prospects available in the 2023 draft. Question number two, two more to go, Andy. Rapid react the James Robinson signing, basically saying Damian Harris, thanks for your service. I bet Damian Harris signs with the bears. That's my prediction. Uh, And you know, I'm batting a thousand on my predictions here on the podcast. What do you think of James Robinson? Can't body or compliment to Ramondre? Uh,
0: Compliment and potential upside uh, significant compliment, like more of an equal share of the load than I think some people would even expect if he can get healthy. People forget this guy was a like 15 touchdown guy his first two years, really, really productive, coming off a major injury, coming off a, a scheme change, team change, the whole thing. I think you're hoping that, And I don't think it's unrealistic. Like, sometimes when we talk about these upside hopes, you're like, yeah, and if my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. Like, those types of things. Mm -hmm. No, this is just a simple, a guy who produced, had a major injury, took the one year where he didn't look like himself. The next year, he's fully healthy. Could he get back to some of that production? Absolutely. I think maybe this is weird. I may be as excited about the James Robinson move as any of these moves this offseason for this offense. Wow, you are the first
1: one to say that, and I like it because Thanks. I, I, I agree because if he's healthy, he isn't just a camp body to me. Like, if you can get him back to that form, and I know ifs, butts, candies, and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas, but if you can get him back to that form, that lessens the load on Ramondre, So Ramondre can still feed, be the most uh, dominant player on fresh. your offense, but but you can keep him fresh because we agree. You and I started saying it on the 6 rings post game show halfway through the season like uh mandre looks tired like they that's yeah out, the, coach yeah Come coach, coach. you taking gassed. taking taking years off my career right here coach james <laughs> robinson signing could i think it's much more than a camp body and finally we called it that's right once again whether it's marcus jones to wide receiver everyone getting in on t higgins which podcast which patriots centric program said daniel aquale back to the patriots makes a ton of sense and is a patriots great un- value filter? signing
0: Patriots Unfiltered? Was that's it Catch-22? Was it uh, yeah. Firsting Sparks Pro? Was it uh, Next Pats? Was it Tom Curran or whatever he calls his M. Night Shyamalan's podcast about the
1: Patriots? <laughs> that's the name of it. That's right. We nailed it. I just saw that this morning. I'm so psyched. I think that's a great, that's a great signing. Easy, a Easy. I like great. it. I'm, exci- well, you I'm excited. You should like us.
0: it. Great yes. is not is is a bit much. It's, it's ima- a- not massive. I, sorry,
1: I apologize. Let me walk it back. Ready? Three, two, one. I'm excited. I'm hold on. I'm happy he's back. Exactly. Happy okay, he's back. You. He should help. He'll be in the mix. He's versatile.
0: He's productive. He's the kind of player that if you're a good team, gets really fluffed up because you're like, oh, and you got that coming off the sideline when somebody's mm-hmm. tired, when Lawrence Guy's getting a little
1: older, and he's tapping out and, like. A and God player. shows getting paid to just sort of be okay, and you need somebody to whoa, 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 you know. Whoa, whoa.
0: He's one of the best defensive linemen in football. Can you back awesome. off?
1: I've been told. I would like to actually see the results. Has anyone other than Bill Belichick ever said that? (laughs) (laughs) Only people repeating Bill Belichick's words, but with no original authenticity whatsoever. All right, there you go. There is a rapid react to the Mike Gesicki signing by the New England Patriots, plus James Robinson, Daniel Laquale, the recent moves made by the Patriots. There you go, folks. All the information, analysis, perspective, and opinion you need. Happy St. Patrick's Day to one and all. Thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this special presentation of Six Rings and Football Things brought to you by WEI Odyssey and 2400 Sports. For Jumbo, I'm Fitzy. Have a great St. Patrick's Day, a great weekend, everybody. We'll be back next week with more Six Rings. You'll be listening to us filling in for Andy Gresh on the middays, plus the debut of Six Rings and Prospect Things right here on this very feed. Slanche good day, God bless, Aaron Gobra, and as always, go Pats.